Welcome to the Inner Word Minute, the place where aspiring entrepreneurs come to learn about ways to turn their passions into paychecks. Now, I'm Marvelyn Brown, blogger and founder of Inner Word Business Services, and I'm your host. In this weekly podcast, we'll discuss the infinite number of opportunities to work from any location. You'll learn to reach your goals without spam, without cold calls or hotel meetings, and without practically begging your friends and family to buy from you. Hello, this is Marvelyn Brown, and thank you for joining me today for the latest episode of the Inner Word Minute. So today we are going to talk about traffic, and that is one of the the most common questions I get is um, how to get traffic to an online business. And so whether you have a blog or a YouTube channel, a podcast or whatever, whatever platform you use, uh, you will need traffic. Um, And that is a necessity for a successful online business. So what is traffic? Traffic refers to the number of users who visit a website. It's a really simple concept, but it's one of those things that is really hard for a lot of companies to, um, you know, it's kind of one of those big hurdles that people have to jump over in order to get their business uh, working. And so traffic boils down to people. You know, you don't just want, now, even though it boils down to people, you don't just want anyone visiting your site. You want people who are interested, people who want and need what you have to offer. You want quality targeted traffic in your niche. So if you are in the weight loss niche and maybe you are helping, you know, your business helps moms who have just had a baby in the last six months, you're targeting that niche. You are not going to be putting things on your site that relate to, um, I don't know, plumbing contracting or something like that. You're not going to be putting things on your on your website that are totally unrelated to your niche. So, and you don't want people coming to your site. If someone's looking for a plumber, they definitely don't want to come to a site that specializes in helping moms who just had a baby within the last six months. So it has to be targeted to your niche. It has to be quality traffic, you know, as as quality as possible. And so this is, you know, the goal of niching down. So you might be asking, you know, is there, and I asked this question when I first started my my website, you know, I kind of thought there has to be some tool or some uh, mechanism that I can find online, some company or, you know, someone has to offer just push button traffic. You know, if there was a button that I could use to open up the traffic floodgates, that was what I wanted. That was really what I was looking for. And I was never able to find it. However, when I started looking at niching down and really being specific about my niche, that was when I realized that that is the way that you um, sift, you kind of sift, or your website sifts through the people who are not interested and gets you to the people who are. So while there's not a button that you can push to open the traffic floodgates, 
when you start niching down and you really become uh, focused and, um, you know, into serving your ideal customers, that is where you will find um, your site, your website or your blog will do the job of sifting through those people who are not interested. So now there was a time when all you needed to do was throw up a website or they called it a website back in the day. Now they call them blogs, but you could just throw up a website and, you know, all kinds of people would come to your site. Um, There was less competition during that time period. And so, you know, there were uh, fewer websites, fewer companies that were competing for those same keywords and those same resources um, and so it, it really was a lot easier to, you know, get that quality uh, traffic. But today it's a little more complicated now because, you know, number one, Google changed the rules uh, quite a bit because they changed their algorithm and they're constantly changing their algorithm. So today you have to put in a little more work to get that targeted quality traffic especially if you're wanting to get it through organic methods. Now, when you don't select a niche, and you know, this is this is really an area that I struggled with in my business because I didn't select a niche. When I first started out, I did not select a niche. I was focused on my product. I was leading with my product. And so I was in essence, you know, running away all the people that I wanted to attract. And so we'll talk more about that in next week's uh, podcast. But today we're going to focus on, you know, your niche and what happens when you don't select a niche. And really what happens when you don't select a niche is you kind of go back to that premise that everyone is your customer. So you end up trying to, you know, you're creating all these different kinds of messages to appeal to all these different kinds of people. And, you know, that's insane because you can never really appeal to everyone. So when you're trying to reach everyone with your marketing messages, you end up missing the entire boat. And you can drive yourself crazy trying to because you're spending, you know, most of your quality time on uh, on your computer. So now we're going to talk about the reasons to find your niche. And we kind of talked about that a little bit last week, but we're going to really kind of drill down on the the primary reasons that you want to find a niche and how important it is to your business. So, of course, the first uh, reason, the first benefit is that it helps you to build a business that you will enjoy. You know, and we talked about that in uh, last week's episode. You definitely want to create the kind of business that you'll enjoy getting up to every day. Next, it positions you as an authority on your subject matter. So you pick a niche, especially one that ties in with your interests, your hobbies, your skills, then that is really going to help you um, when it comes to, you know, uh, becoming a subject matter on the topic, writing about it, talking about it, helping your, your ideal customers come up with solutions about it. Um, and even helping them to make transition. So a lot of times people either look for um, information about things that they need, things that are an emergency, or things that they want. And so when you think about, you know, positioning yourself as an authority, that means that you are going to need to, you know, maybe answer questions or 
um, provide resources and things like that for your ideal customer. So that's why it's really important to tap into your interests. Finding your niche also helps you to identify your target audience. That is so important. Narrowing down your audience helps you to sift out the people who are not a good fit so that you can only, you only want to talk to the people who are a good fit. You don't even want to waste your time with people who are not a good fit. And so the last thing that it does for your business is it helps you to create the right images, the right messages, and the right, um, just putting all the pieces together in a way that will attract your ideal customers to your business. So if you're someone who uh, maybe you've had, you know, a particular problem in your niche. And so if that's the case, you're going to be an excellent resource for someone who has that same problem. You know, you'll be able to create the messaging, the images, and put all that together in a way that jumps off the page at your um, ideal customer. And so this is where the exercises from last week's podcast come into play. In those exercises, you looked at your interests, you selected a niche based on that interest, and then you also selected products that fit um, into that niche. And this is really the best way, if you know, if you can do it this way, um, this is the best way, in my opinion, to build a business, um, one that, you know, will thrive over time, one that you will enjoy doing. Now, if you haven't looked at that exercise, I would recommend going back to my blog at innerwordservices.com and checking out the podcast category. And that's going to take you to uh, last week's um, podcast episode. Now, niching down and selecting a product that matches your interests is also the first step that you want to take when it comes to building traffic. So this uh, podcast is really about traffic. And if you're wondering what niching down means, it just means that you're going to be focused on your ideal customers and you're going to align your marketing messages with um, with their needs, you know, with the needs that they have, the the wants that they have. And sometimes, you know, depending on your product, um, your ideal customers may need your products on an emergency basis. So a great way to do this is to create a customer avatar. Now we have a workbook that walks you through creating your customer avatar. I'll put a link to that on the um, in the show notes. I'll put a link to that in the show notes. Uh, show notes, and then you know the the main thing that you want to do is you want to describe in as much detail as possible. You know who your ideal customer is what their pain points are, what are some of the things that you can help them with, what are some of the questions that you can ask that they might be asking, Um, what are some of the questions that you can answer, rather, that they might be asking. And so um, that workbook really helps you in a, you know, systematic way to get through um, really narrowing down who your ideal customer is so that that way you will have the things that you need to put together the right messages, and um, you'll also be able to think about where you want to place your um, advertising messages. So now, since traffic boils down to people, you know, we're still on this um, niche subject, but since traffic boils down to people, 
it really makes sense to look at the, the behavior of people who are looking for solutions, right? You know, and it's really not as hard as people make it. So when you think about niching down, when you think about finding your ideal customer, once you, you know, draft all of that out, then, um, you know, focusing on the behaviors, the needs, the wants, the problems of the people in your niche is really going to be a lot easier. So let's start by taking a look at some common behavior, things that people do when they have a problem or when they need something that they're not familiar with. So when someone has a problem or they, they need something that they're really not familiar with, um, I know for me, the first thing that I do is I pick up my cell phone and I search Google. And then while I'm on Google, the thing that I do is I put in keywords that will help me find a solution, you know, find the information that I'm looking for. So now this is what most people do. There's no more, you know, answering the phone and talking to a salesperson. You know, even now they have it where you can buy a car online. You know, you don't even have to talk to um, a dealer anymore. You don't even have to go to the dealership. Um, but, you know, now people are looking for ways to um, buy from home, you know, buy from the comfort of their home. And so some of the common places or some of the common traffic sources where you want to have your content are the following. We're going to go through these one by one. So the first one is um, SEO or organic traffic. You want organic traffic, um, you know, because that is really the easiest. It's not the easiest. Let me scratch that. Um, it is one of the best ways to get targeted traffic. If you are able to match what your ideal customer is putting into the search box, those keywords that they're putting into the search box, if you are able to match that with the keywords that you use on your advertising platform. So if you are, you know, advertising on Google, um, or I'm sorry, not advertising on Google, but if you are putting your uh, blog posts on Google, you know, and you are um, wanting to reach a certain audience, your ideal customer, then you have to use the same keywords and the same key phrases that they are going to use when they're looking for your particular solution. And so the better you are at doing that, the more organic traffic you are going to get. The other thing that you want to do is when you get that organic traffic, you want people to hang around for a while because what ends up happening is if you get the traffic and people quickly leave your site, Google is going to take that as a signal that, you know, you're not providing value for uh, their, you know, their customers. And so because of that, they're going to send you less and less traffic. But if people are landing on your um, on your site and they hang around for a while and they even make a purchase or they take, you know, other actions, then Google will take that as a signal that you are adding value and they will send you even more traffic. And so this is the kind of traffic that everyone wants It's the traffic that you don't have to pay for. And um, but you do have to optimize your site for search engine optimization. Next, we have paid traffic. So paid traffic is really, that's kind of the last resort. Um, you don't want to necessarily have to rely 
on paid traffic because it can become very expensive. Now, paid traffic is a great way though to get targeted traffic quickly. So if you are looking to get, you know, if you have the money to invest and you want to get your business on on uh, line and you want to start, you know, making money, then targeted traffic, targeted paid traffic is the way to go. The The drawback to paid traffic is that if you don't know what you're doing and you don't target things in the right way, you can waste a lot of money. So um, it might be a good idea to kind of learn more about traffic, read some books, take some courses on building traffic before you start looking into uh, paid traffic. Direct traffic, that is what happens when a user types in your website. So if you go to my website and you type in, you know, um, innerwordservices.com and you go to my website, that is considered direct traffic. Now, referral traffic, on the other hand, is traffic that comes from another website. So this is the kind of traffic also that every business owner wants. You want more, they, they call it backlinking. And so when you have traffic that comes from other websites, websites that are credible, websites that have authority, then you are going to get um, what they call referral traffic. And the more backlinks you can build, uh, the better, because this is also free traffic. The next kind of traffic we're going to talk about is traffic that comes from social media. Now, social media traffic is also considered referral traffic as well. So um, when you go to uh, Facebook and Twitter and Pinterest and all these other places and um, you put a link, you know, from your site to those uh, um, on those social media platforms to your site, those are also links that can turn into traffic. So if people start clicking on your links on social media and they go to your site, then that would be considered um, social media traffic. Now, one of the strategies that I like to do, this isn't really a type of traffic, but this is a strategy that enables me to get my content in more than one place um, without me having to go out and physically post in all the different uh, areas that I want my content. And that is syndication. So you can be in 12 places at the same time using syndication. So you can use a service like Restream or StreamYard, and I'm sure there's some others out there. Those are the two that I use, and they are, um, you know, great platforms for live video. So if you're doing a Facebook Live or um, I don't know what other, I guess you can go live on Instagram, but if you're doing a live video, you can broadcast it to all these different platforms at one time and be in 12 places at the same time. There's also plugins. If you have a self-hosted WordPress site, you can install a plugin um, so that when you do your blog posts, you know, those blog posts can be transmitted to a number of different locations at once. And then there are also offline methods. So offline methods are also a great way for you to get traffic. Now, the offline methods that you use um, can really, you know, help you to uh, build traffic in your local community. So you don't want to leave that out. And another online way to um, get traffic from your local community is by uh, making sure that you um, sign up with Google My Business. 
and I will put that on the show notes as well. But Google My Business can also be a great source of uh, traffic. And then courses. So if you're, you know, really, um, if you are a subject matter expert, if you have uh, a hobby that you decide to turn into a business, or if you have an interest or skills that really lead you in, um, you know, a certain uh, direction, you can teach courses, non-salesy, you know, you don't want to teach a course and be in that course constantly selling stuff to people. Um, you don't want it to be too technical. You just want it to be a regular course that unless it's, um, you know, unless your subject matter is technical and your audience is technical, you definitely don't want to make your course technical. You want a non-salesy, non-technical course that people can take, you know, either in person or online. And that is a great way to, um, to build rapport with your audience. So, you know, finding your niche and really niching down, really focusing on your ideal customer and drafting those uh, marketing messages that attract people to you, um, that is really going to be the best way that you can uh, build your um, audience. And that relates to or translates to rather um, lots of traffic. You know, the more you build your audience, by using these methods, um, the more traffic you will get to your site. And unfortunately, there isn't a magic button that you can push, but these methods definitely work. So I'm going to go ahead and sign off for today. Um, this is um, this is really a very important. Um, it's really a very important part of, you know, laying a great foundation for your business. And when you think about having an online business, as I said earlier, you can't have an online business without traffic. So I would recommend going through some of the steps that we talked about today. And as a matter of fact, I need to recap just so that we can be clear on what we've gone over today. This has kind of been a long um uh, a long session. So I want to just recap really quickly. Um, we went through, you know, defining traffic, talking about what it is. Um, it refers to the number of users that visit a website. And we also talked about the fact that traffic boils down to people. And then we talked about, you know, the reasons to find your niche and really identify your niche when starting an online business. Next, we talked about, you know, making sure that um, you identify your niche and create a customer avatar that represents the people who would be a good fit for your, um, your company or your product. And then, you know, writing down some of their challenges, some of their pain points, and some of their issues. And then we talked about the behavior of your ideal customer. So, you know, most people, when they have a problem or they have a um, issue or something that they need to get more information on, they do a Google search. And so, you know, we also talked about, last but not least, some of the common places that you should put your traffic. And, you know, we talked about SEO, organic traffic. We talked about paid traffic, direct traffic, referral traffic, social media, syndication, offline methods and courses. And if you do a really good job of putting your content in all of those places, you know, and some of those places represent 
you know, tons of different sites and different uh, uh, niches and, um, you know, just a lot of different ways for you to get the word out about your business. Um, but if you focus on these areas and you optimize your content for SEO, no matter whether it's going to Google or if it's going to a course or if it's going to social media or, you know, if you're trying to create backlinks or whatever, you want everything that you do to be optimized for search. And so that's pretty much it for today. Thank you so much for watching. Next week, po next week's podcast episode will be um, on, we will cover um, your ideal customer. We're going to go into detail about your ideal customer and, you know, some of the things that you can do to identify and really drill down on finding those people that would be the best fit for you. Okay, so thanks for watching and I will see you on, I won't see you, but I will talk to you on the next episode. Thanks and have a great week. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining me for another episode of the In A Word Minute. Now be sure to check out the show notes for resources mentioned during the episode as well as my list of small business resources. Be sure to tune in for next week's episode where we will share more tips, more tools, and resources you can use to grow your business. Please share this podcast with anyone you think that might benefit from the information we provide. And until next time, make your week productive and keep growing.